Hey folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rodemic Bertolis Host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. You guys know what's going on. Look, I have a very important interview to play for you guys. Somebody that's right now on a hunger strike. He is, uh, well, you're going to hear about him in a few seconds. But beforehand, let me go ahead and talk to my peeps who are already on there in the chat rooms getting all busy. Michael Rodnin, you know, the regular, the regular with all that information coming in. Well, we got to get it going. So anyhow, 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 here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to start this baby and say, para ver, para ver, para ver, Goldman cuts GDP forecast. I wonder why they had to do that. After Senator Manchin says he won't support Biden's Build Back Better plan, what does this mean? Manchin and the Republicans effectively deleted $200 billion from our economy right before Christmas. I understand why Republicans want to block Build Back Better for partisan reasons, so everyone blames Biden instead of them. Now, why did Manchin block this bill? Blatant corruption. He stands to personally gain from a few more years of coal production. We are going to have a lot to talk about that. Let's not get into that right now. We're going to play that other thing first, and then we'll get into that. Anyhow, second, secundariamente, this is what happens when Democratic primaries fall to oust the blatantly corrupt. Makes me wish Paula Jean Swearingen won in 2018, as we wouldn't be in the mess with just one man selling the world. Let me talk about Swearingen a bit, okay? Swearingen sent uh, Politics Done Right and a few other, I guess, independent media uh, notes. Hey, I am running in, 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 in this election in West Virginia. She let us know she was running in West Virginia, but when it was time for her to come on these independent shows, I'm going to tell you, I contacted her. I really wanted to go ahead and talk to her as well. Uh, you know, once somebody else picked her up, you know how some of these people are. She didn't show, uh, she didn't show on our network, and there are a couple of other people that I understood try to get her on that she didn't come on to the network so i have you know uh, again when i when i see good progressives out there that refuse to do the real progressive networks and i'm talking about the true independent networks when msnbc or one of these other uh, guys larger guys offer them stuff i have to sit back and say well you're probably playing the same game that's all i have to say with regards to that corruption and self-interest Ilan Omar leads progressives in furious reaction to Joe Manchin. This has nothing to do with its constituents. This is the corruption and self-interest of a coal baron. And, and, but, and you know what's so funny? He's not even really a coal baron because, you know, he doesn't even make a hell of a lot of money in coal. His net worth is one of the lowest in the Senate at $5 million. So come on. This guy's work, I mean, he is a West Virginian, I guess. Who knows? Anyhow, Michael Rodnin says, Trump sues New York AG. In bid to stop inquiry into his business, Trump knows that he's running a corrupt enterprise and that discovery would unveil enough, 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 enough evidence. Uh, multiple charges of tax evasion, bank fraud, charity fraud, insurance fraud, money laundering, enterprise crime. Look, you name it, it's there. You name it, it's there. By the way, guys, I, uh, you were complaining about some of my volume earlier. Let me know if, if I got the volume higher so that it's, it's incomparable with the, the inserts as well. Let me know. You guys are in charge. Davos is dead. The world's most elite conference is postponed again due to Omicron's emergence. It's the latest in a series of failed efforts by World Economic Forum to return in-person meetings during COVID-19 pandemic and puts financial pressure on organizations with tens of millions of dollars of events, income at risk. I wasn't expecting much to begin with, just more blah, 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 with net zero carbon 
tax, says Michael Rudnan's insert. I want to tell you guys something about Davos and, and, and all of that. We have a country, we have a people that loves to revere those with wealth, those who have money, those who are rich. And what I tell you guys all the time is most of these guys, not all, but the vast majority are nothing more than charlatanes. It's not that they're full of intellect, right? Because here is the deal. I, I want to give you guys a number. It would have cost the world. This is very important. It would have cost the world two to five billion dollars to it to vaccinate every single person in the world. What that means is, if you did that, we would put a hold on the migration of the coronavirus. And what that would mean is that there would not be virus to mutate. For you to have mutation, you have to have the virus. You have to have much of the virus out there mutating. I'm not saying that in those select people it wouldn't mutate, but the transmission rate would be so low, the death spiral of the virus. Because remember, why, why is it that Ebola doesn't infect the whole world? The death spiral is so large that by the time it takes traction, it kills itself out because it has nowhere to infect okay and that's the same thing we could have done with the coronavirus for two to six billion dollars okay let's stop there if these guys were as smart as they thought they were you know some of them are saying well look if we put in two billion dollars there that prevents us from making 300 billion dollars in sales of vaccine to the countries who can afford it sounds like it makes sense right well we'll kill about 10 million people so that we can make a few hundred billion dollars the problem is the loss in economic output from not having Davos, from all these other things, way exceed the amount of money these companies would have made selling these antivirals, selling these uh, vaccines at premium cost. So even selling these vaccines at premium cost, allowing this infection to spread, hurts. Hurts. Uh, pardon found conflict. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Michael, the 25, I said 2 to $5 billion. Uh, I'm, I'm on a claim dyslexia and all of that. It's actually $25 billion. Thank you for looking that up for me. Uh, and like I tell people on this show, when I screw up, when I make a mistake, I have a posse here that are always checking the numbers. And I, am, and I make sure to make that correction because we are not putting misinformation out here. Miguel, muchísimas gracias por eso. It is $25 billion. I said 2 to $5 billion or 2 to $6 billion. It is $25 billion. But it still is. Think about it. That investment, uh, as opposed to, let's say, making profits of 2 to 3 to $400 billion on premium costs for the vaccine, would still exceed the trillions, um, uh, the trillions that are going to be lost because of a spreading infection going on and on and on and on again. Again, like I said, being rich, being wealthy, does not mean having intellect. Okay? Doesn't mean intellect. It just, and, and there's another thing we have to know about a lot of the rich people. They are path, there is a pathological problem there. It's a pathology there. That, I mean, you can't do any more after you reach a certain amount of income. Anyway, we, we digress. Welcome aboard, AVQ. Welcome over. Peggy Lopez says, hi all here today and going off grid tomorrow until after Christmas. See you next week. You will be missed. 
Peggy Lopez. <coughs> Oshana Katranaidu. Good day. Welcome. New customer. New f uh, customer. I'm not in, in WCSC net anymore. This is politics done right. New member. Welcome aboard. Oshama Katrainaudu. I can't say that. Forgive me for bastardizing your name. ABQ says, Peggy, off the, off the grid. Vacation or troubles? Peggy also says, but vacation. I got you, Peggy. Maywood says, hello from Long Beach. How is everyone today? Everyone is doing fine. Michael says, Egberto Mansion's worth $5 million. He is adding half a million every year to his network just from his corrupt coal investment. Joe Manchin, who is holding up crucial climate change initiatives in Biden's reconciliation bill, collects $500 a year from coal stock dividends. There you go. Again, he's trying to protect that. Want to get a few more millions before it's all over. All right, let's see. Maywood says, replying to Michael Rudnan. Michael Rudnan, yes, but fortunately, those dividends are decreasing. Eric Hage, Joe M. You like Joe M. I can see, Eric. I can see why. Unfortunately, you don't realize that he's also screwing you. But you know what? I, 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 you guys, my good brothers and sisters from the right gives me that necessary power to inform others based on your misinformation because it is so important because we know if you feel that way, there are so many others that feel that way as well. Anyway, it's time for us to say to El Señor um, Joe Madison uh, from, from uh, the network, Sirius XM Network. He's one of the stars at Sirius XM. Well, he decided to go ahead and do a hunger strike for what we're having here, the problems with the, um, that they refuse to pass the voter bills. And there are too many networks not taking so seriously how important it is for us to get voting rights legislation. Because we can talk about Build Back Better, we can talk about everything, but unless we get voting rights legislation, what we would get is exactly what Benjamin Franklin said. We can have a republic. The problem is, can we hold on to it? Can we keep a representative democracy when the nature of rulers have been from kings and dictators? If you doubt it, take a look around the world, including from England, the genesis of what we have here as America. So anyhow, let's go ahead. I, I, I caught up with Joe Madison. He was in Beaumont, Texas when I first texted him. He said, Egberto, I'm leaving Washington, D.C. to go to a commitment I had in Dallas, and I'm stuck in Beaumont, Texas on a trip, on a then ride on to Dallas. And then he did the interview with me from the Dallas airport. He was so kind, and he said, you're the first one that I'm giving my feelings about the Senate going on recess immediately after not voting on the voting rights bill. So without further ado, here is Welcome El Senor Joe Madison. Right well, you know what? It seems Today like I need to re-cue Joe Madison honored, because... I mean honored let me tell you, you know what happened? Joe Madison, also known as a black let's, let, let, let me go ahead and re-cue this. I got to re-cue this because we had a problem. Let's back We had a problem that um, Windows 11 was automatically installed. I thought I told Windows 11 not to install and woke up in the morning and guess what's on my system? 
Windows 11. Now, I, 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 I'll be frank, I like, I like the way it looks. Looks kind of nice. Uh, not much different, you know, but just nagging enough that it creates problems with, um, let's see, what, what am I doing here? I need to try to get it, get to open this stuff up so I can re this baby, but I can't get it. Oh, okay, there it is. I got to get it open so I can re this because as it turns out, there's a whole lot of parameters. Let's remember position, no, begin playing when it goes live, live, live. I'm going to try this. I think it is okay now. If it's not okay, you guys will forgive me. But let's go ahead and talk to El Señor Joe Madison. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today we are honored. And when I say honored, I mean honored to have the one and only Joseph Madison. Joe Madison, also known as the Black Eagle, with his program on the uh, Sirius XM Network. Joe is in Dallas, my neck of the woods in Texas. I am in his neck of the woods, Washington, D.C. So we transpose. Welcome to Politics on Right, Mr. Madison. Yeah, well, How are you doing today? Well, well, I'm, I'm, I must be honest with you. Um, you just got me at full time. Um, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, last night, and to the wee hours of the morning, uh, the United States Senate mm -hmm. could not come to an agreement uh, on voting on the two voting rights act. And now they have uh, kicked the can down the road until after January 3rd. Uh, I, I must tell you, uh, as I was uh, leaving from uh, Beaumont, Texas, because I had a commitment that I had made months before I announced my hunger strike, uh, November 8th, uh, and I had to, it was sort of scholarship fund uh, for the NAACP youth, uh, I promised that I would keep that, but um, I just uh, found out that the uh, this is what the Senate has done. And I'll just be quite candid. I'm, I'm pissed. Uh, I am beyond disappointment. Uh, and my first initial thought, and I've not shared this with anyone because I just, just happened to uh, get the announcement a, a few minutes ago, uh, is that clearly what they have done is uh, put their concerns uh, their rules over uh, the, the right to vote, not only for African-Americans, but for all of us. And, and, and the sad thing is, and people ought to know, they confirmed uh, several uh, ambassadorships. They confirmed several judgeships. And you would think with an issue such as voting rights, which is nonpartisan, uh, that they could have uh, simply taken a vote uh, and, and put the filibuster aside. Now, of course, the Republicans are equally to blame because not one of them uh, would even uh, vote uh, to uh, protect our, our, our rights. So. 
uh, you uh, you're getting my visceral reaction uh, to this uh, to this news. And let me say on your program right now that I'm going to continue this hunger strike. Oh my God, that's I'm, I'm, no, no, I am. I, no, I was going to ask you that because I'm concerned now because you've been at this for a long time now. You've but, lost but, a lot but, of weight. Let me interrupt. Yeah, I've gone from 194, I guess, let's see, before I left D.C., I was down to 169. But let me tell you, and I'll say this to everybody, don't be concerned about me. You better be concerned about this country. Right. You better be concerned about the uh, democracy. That's what you really should be concerned about. Now, pe people have sacrificed a lot more than, uh, than food. Uh, to get our voting rights and to to maintain them. Uh, and I appreciate people's concern. I appreciate people's uh, love and I appreciate their support. But my pat answer now will be that uh, we should be more concerned, not about any one individual. Uh, we should be concerned about uh, this country and, 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 and what the hell is going on in the United States Senate and our government. Now, Joe, I did, it, it behooves me that, uh, as uh, Senator Warnock said uh, on the floor, that it was okay for them to bend the rules for, for, uh, for the uh, debt ceiling, as well as bend the rules for, I don't remember what's the other policy. What would the possibility be that Democrats, uh, Mansion and Cinema, why would they not support this? Even though they come out full cocked and they'll tell you, we support voter rights, but we're just not going to bend the filibuster for it. Money. As simple as that. And I'm not going to bite my tongue Explain. on this. It, 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 well, what I mean by that is contributions, uh, contributors. Uh, this has to be about uh, their campaign treasury. It, it cannot be about, first of all, the Constitution because the filibuster is not in the Constitution. And as I mentioned to you, they 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 uh, they nominated. Uh, I'm sorry, nominated. They confirmed uh, ambassadors. Right. They confirmed ambassadors. They and obviously they may have had votes from the Republican side, but that's the whole point. You can confirm ambassadors, you can confirm judges, whether you use the filibuster or not, but you cannot, you cannot pass two bills that protects the voting rights of, of quite honestly, uh, all of us. I, mm -hmm. I, I told the uh, young people at the, at the dinner uh, uh, yesterday, uh, and I told them, you know, it's, this is day 41 for me. But wow. as, as, as I said to them, as I said to them, I mean, um, think about what, uh, uh, what, what these, there are now 525, uh, 525 uh, uh, laws that have been introduced in practically all every the states, state. I think, yes. 14, every state now, maybe it's all every state now. I, I mean, to, to the point where there's poll taxes in Maine and New Hampshire. So if you're a student and you want to vote, choose uh, to vote in Maine or New Hampshire, 
and choose that as your domicile, you know, you have to register your car. Yes. Do yes. you know that in, in, in your state, in Texas, you know uh, that they, they got rid of drop boxes. Yes. <laughs> and and one County. drop box. Thank you. And some people have to drive 10 miles to drop their ballot. Mm-hmm. In a in a drop box and and, and where we where I'm now in Texas throughout Texas, as you know, you you know you can use a hunting license to register to vote, but you can't use a a, 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 a school ID. ID, yeah, a student ID, and it goes on and on. Wisconsin uh, senior citizens in nursing homes have to get up out of their bed, leave the nursing home, and go to the uh, election clerk to register to vote. This is about nothing more than to suppress uh, voting rights in, 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 in this country. And uh, so, you know, like I said, uh, no, I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm going to continue this hunger strike. So that means that like Thanksgiving, uh, I, I will, I, on Christmas, Christmas. On, on, on New Year's, Mm-hmm. And, 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 and until they come back on January 3rd. And I agree with Martin Luther King III. Uh, and, and when he said, don't even think about celebrating his father's birthday if you don't have these voting rights bills passed. It would be the height of hypocrisy. So I'm disappointed in both Republicans and, Dem- and, and, uh, and, and, and some of the Democrats, uh, particularly uh, uh, mansion and, and, and cinema and my charge to everyone is you should put the heat on them i and i mean that put the put the heat on them uh and and uh uh let them know uh how uh how disappointed uh we are and that uh and and and, and so that's that's where I stand. Now, let me ask you, Joe, are you going to continue to do your program uh, every day of the week in this state? Because I, I know that you, you must be, it's difficult. I can see that it's difficult on you right now. As, um, as long as I physically can, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the answer is uh, yes. And if and, and if for some reason I find that uh, I can't, I'll call you. Okay, great. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll I'm, be here. To, I'll, no, I, I, I'll be here I, for I you. Mean, but let me just say, I'm, I'm, I'm. No, I, honestly, I will. I, I am will. concerned I that. Let me tell you, you, you are you're a valuable asset to the movement. And uh, yes, we want the hunger strike as an example of the movement. Somebody of your stature doing that well, plays a role. But we also want you around, brother. Look, look, let me, let me, and again, I, I say I, I, I appreciate that. But let me also say, you know, John Lewis was yes. valuable to the, to the Voting Rights Act, and he almost was beaten to death yes. on, on Bloody Sunday. Goodman, Sorner, and Cheney, these are college students. Right. They were valuable. Uh, hey, on Christmas Day, when people, uh, on Christmas Day, I want you to remember... Uh, a, a couple, Reverend Moore and his wife, mm-hmm. they were involved in voter uh, registration in Florida, in a county in Florida. And on on Christmas Day, the Ku Klux Klan, because Reverend Moore was doing voter registration, and he was head of the NACP in that county, 
they actually burned his house down and mm. killed both Reverend Moore and his wow. wife on Christmas Day. They were valuable. Right. So that's why I say um, is, is, is that people have sacrificed a lot more uh, than, than, than solid food. And, uh, uh, and these senators need to hear from us and they need to understand that uh, that 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 this this that the as I've said, as if food is essential to to sustain life, the vote is essential is essential to sustain democracy. Democracy, and absolutely. they and, and they and they passed it up. Mm-hmm. They actually passed it up uh, yesterday and and into the wee hours of the morning, and so. Uh, I, I, I think the, the next thing, you, you know, and I'm not trying to be cute about this, but, um, you know, when I, I, I watch, I watch young people, uh, using their social media and isn't it fascinating how, uh, a, a kitten scratching its ass can get a million hits <laughs> and, <Yes. laughs> you know, and we have to get serious about this. I agree. Um, yeah, we really have. To. And 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 these these members. While and here's the deal: while they're home, we should be in front of their houses. We should be in front of in their offices. We should wear their asses out. We'll do that. In fact, I am. I, I'm going to throw this this video out as a call to order from somebody who has skin in the game. Look, I'm. Give me your closing words, Joe, because I mean, I, I, like I said, we're all admiring what you're doing, and we, we want to get we want to get more folks involved here. So give us a closing words. My, my closing words are very simple, and and someone said this a long time ago that there is a difference between a moment and a movement, and. All movements, and the difference is that all movements require sacrifice. All movements require sacrifice. People sacrificed in South Africa to have the right to vote. People sacrificed in, in, during the women in the suffrage movement. They went on hunger strikes. They sacrificed. Uh, you know, uh, uh, during the end of the, of the uh, first Reconstruction, uh, people yes. sacrificed to get their voting rights back, and the first thing that the that uh, that the former Confederate uh, folks went after was the right to vote. So here's what I'm saying: it doesn't take a lot of sacrifice. It really doesn't to pick up the phone, use social media, march, demonstrate, whatever it takes. Uh, to get these bills passed. John Lewis would expect it of us. Uh, Rosa Parks would expect it of us. And as Martin III said, his father would expect that of us. Joe Madison, the Black Eagle, thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. We are going to make sure to get your word out, my brother. Uh, you are part of the, mo- the necessary part of the movement, sir. Well, I, I look. I appreciate, and what you're doing is important because 
you know, people could ignore this situation, but uh, thank goodness that you're there doing what uh, uh, what you're doing. I appreciate. It. I thank really you, do. Thank you, you so much. You have a safe okay. trip. Uh, a safe trip. Okay. Okay. Promise. Thank you. All right, folks, that was Joe Madison. Everybody know Joe's Madison from SiriusXM. We has one of the most listened show on the network. Anyhow, folks, let's go ahead and do this. We're at the 33-minute mark, which means it is time for me to say, folks, if you are on YouTube right now, please go ahead and click that join button. Become a member of the Politics Done Right Posse. We cannot do this without you. And I'm trying to find my links because, you know, it disappeared being under Windows 1110. Anyhow, you, if you don't see that join button or if you're in another network, one of the streaming networks, go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, we love support on Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. But you know what? We're starting to find out we get more bang for the buck with our support via the guy who we love to hate on right now, who started, who worked with PayPal, I guess, is that... Uh, what's his name? Elon Musk. But let's forget about Elon Musk. He's not with them anymore. PayPal. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Get, it's getting cold, folks. Get those hoodies. Politicsandright.com slash store. Advertise us as well. Independent media. The needed piece. Missing piece of the puzzle. Independent media. To get, uh, to get people thinking the right way. To help people like Brother Lado and Brother Eric start thinking or opening their horizons to other forms of thought. Politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books is where I have It's Worth It! How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. And how to make America utopia. It's a trio, folks. Get them individually or get it together. Because if you get it together, it tells the whole story. First, you learn about the economic system and all the deviances within it. Then you learn how to convince others to listen to you about what you've learned about the economic system. And finally, we have to have hope. Not hope, but hope with values. Hope with, we know what we're talking about, utopia. We can create our own utopia. So check it out. Politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. Okay, I'm done with that now. You guys can click that join button. Help out however you can to make sure we keep this stuff going. Independent media. I am going to forget for a, for a bit for the messages. I'm going to come back with the messages at the end. But I want you to get my first reaction when we found out the betrayal by that guy. You know who that guy is, Manchin. Check this out, and then we'll take it in el otro lado. So Joe Manchin is a no. I can't believe this. Actually, you know what? I can believe it. As Cory Bush said, we know we could never, ever trust this man. We knew that the reason they separated the bill is that was the intent in the first place. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was right. Cory Bush was right. Ilan Omar was right. Rashida Tlaib was right. Ayanna Presley was right. Oman was right. They all told them, Oh, you guys are just not playing team ball. They decided to play team ball. And what did Joe Manchin do to them? He played the real ball. Let's screw the poor. Let's screw the middle class. Check it out. 
Senator, you're at the center of this uh, negotiation with the president over his social spending and tax bill, a bill, the Build Back Better bill that is not coming up uh, in the Senate before the new year, in part largely because of your reservations. Without you, the leadership doesn't have the votes it needs. So today, right now, what's the state of play? Well, Brett, you know, this is a mammoth piece of legislation, and I had my reservations from the beginning when I heard about it five and a half months ago, and I've been working diligently every day and every minute of every day. I've been working on this, meeting with whether it be the president, President Biden, whether it be Majority Leader Schumer and his staff, whether it would be with Nancy Pelosi, uh, all of my colleagues, I mean, from all different spectrums of the political spectrum, if you will, from the right to the left, I've done everything humanly possible. And you know my concerns I had, and I still have these concerns. And where I'm at right now, the inflation that I was concerned about, it's not transitory, it's real. It's harming every West Virginian. It's making it almost difficult for them to continue to go to their jobs, the cost of gasoline, the cost of groceries, the cost of utility bills. All of these things are hitting in every aspect of their life. And, and, you, and you start looking, and then, then you have the uh, debt that we're carrying at $29 trillion. You have also the geopolitical unrest that we have. You have the COVID, the COVID uh, variant, uh, and that is wreaking havoc again. People are concerned. I've been with my family. I know everyone's concerned. So when you have these things coming at you the way they are right now, uh, I've always said this, Brett, if I can't go home and explain it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there. You're done. This is this is a no. This is a no. That message was given on Fox News. That message was given. You notice the last question Brett asked. Does this mean Joe Manchin that you're done? And Joe Manchin says, yes, I'm done. Exactly what that means. That was a message to the plutocracy. That was a message to the oligarchy. Okay, guys, we are not going to give any kind of social programs that would put your enslaving, enslavement of people through work in a particular manner. In other words, we will be able now to pay them whatever. We don't have to give them childcare. We don't have to give them medical care. We don't have to give them anything. And the state is not gonna give it to them either. And you know what that means? They just gonna have to drag their butts to work at whatever slave labor we are going to give them. Understand what he's saying. Notice in his, in his reasons for, no, inflation. Well, if inflation is going up for your West Virginians, you know how you explain this bill to West Virginians? Yes, West Virginians, inflation's going up because those in the oligarchy with price and power, they are the ones increasing the prices. But we, the federal government, we, the people, we are going to give you back some of that cash that they stole from you. So therefore, that $300 child credit that you've been getting, we will make sure that it continues. It ends now because Build Back Better is not in effect, but ends now. Well, you know what I'm saying to you instead? I'm saying, screw you, West Virginia. Screw you. I am the second poorest state in the country, and I'm going to give you yet nothing. And then I'm going to say, I can't explain it to you. Yeah, you can't explain why you're going to give them nothing. You can't explain why you're going to give anybody nothing the fact of the matter is this move is a move directed by a plutocracy that is fearful of a progressive move in a country that will finally force the plutocracy finally force that one percent that is working on your backs that has your knees on your neck finally 
tell them, you know what? You guys keep increasing prices. You guys keep doing the rest. We're going to tax the holy hell out of you to make sure that we have an equitable society so that you can't use your price and power to kill. So that you can't use your monopoly power to, to demand, to force people into this new form of antiseptic slavery. Folks, that's what it's all about. Now, a lot of people are going to be, oh my God, throw their hands up in the air. We cannot vote anymore for Democrats or whatever. Let me tell you what that means, folks. You can't allow that to happen. You have to continue the fight. You have to elect more progressives in 2022 and 2024. We have to do it right. Don't ever let they, they want to bust your faith now. Do not allow that to happen. This is a loss of a battle, not of a war. A lost battle, not a war. War is made up of many battles and the person who wins the last battle wins the war. Anyhow, mira senores, um, yesterday, I'm, I'm coming to the messages, I'm going to try to get, but I need to get this other video in and, and, and talk about Manchin as, as well. Here's the deal. Uh, Anan Irarjeradas, he got a perfect statement on MSNBC when he was speaking about Manchin and he spoke about this before Manchin said no, right? He spoke about this before Manchin said no. And I went ahead and I put it together into a little piece and voila, I woke up, uh, actually I think it was last night, I noticed, hey, I guess he, after he got off the show, I mean two days after the show, I, I printed this stuff and he went ahead and retweeted it. So I guess um, he, he concurred with the analysis of the statements. Let's go ahead and do that and then take it on the other side. This statement by Anand Hiradas is really, really apropos, especially now that Joe Manchin has officially shown his colors. I don't give a damn about those who this country was built on. I don't give a damn about making things right. I don't give a damn about supporting all Americans. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Many of the programs and safety nets put in place at the start of the pandemic are ending as well. In just a few weeks, 41 million Americans will have to start paying their federal student loans again. Payments were suspended back in March of 2020 to ease the financial burden brought on by the pandemic. And the federal government just sent out its last round of coronavirus child tax payments for the foreseeable future. For the last six months, many parents were getting at least $300 a month per child. The federal CDC eviction moratorium expired in October. Joining me right now is Anand Giridharnas. He's the publisher of The Inc. and author of Winners Take All, the Elite Charade of Changing the World. So Anand, people, they're losing their coronavirus safety nets, but the coronavirus isn't going anywhere. This is all happening on the Democrats' watch. Is this a bad look, especially ahead of midterms next year? Well, it's a bad look ahead of what's going on in people's lives right now. The president of the United States has a saying that I love, which is don't tell me your values, show me your budget and I'll tell you your values. So as the year ends, let's look at what America has been willing to spend money on this calendar year and what it has been reluctant to spend money on. They are willing to spend money to send your kids to their death in war. Uh, they're just not money willing to spend money to keep them alive and thriving with health care and education and food via those child payments. They're willing to spend money to build schools in Afghanistan, or at least they were for the last 20 years, just not to spend money to have your kids 
get an education, get daycare, get universal pre-K, maybe you to get retrained in community college. They're willing to spend money, as we saw, to fix bridges, but they're not willing to spend money to relieve your debts so you have some vehicle, can afford a vehicle, to drive those across those bridges. So we are seeing that there are many things in this country that continue to be priorities regardless of what the budget is, regardless of what is happening. But in a global pandemic, amid a severe threat to democracy itself, they are unwilling to act to protect the freedom to vote for leaders who will deliver for us, and they are unwilling as those leaders to deliver for us. I mean, student loan forgiveness is something Democrats have been running on even before the pandemic. So what are the obstacles to extending that? Well, student loan forgiveness is a very good area for you to bring up because it actually is one area where the president could do a lot unilaterally, um, has sought legal guidance and by all accounts has quite a bit of authority to do something remarkable. I can assure you, knowing a lot of people who have organized on that issue, uh, if you had a student debt jubilee in the coming months, there would be, uh, you know, a party uh, in the streets for days in this country like we have not seen in a long time, hopefully socially distanced. Uh, and it would be probably pretty good politically to make millions and millions of millions of people feel a sense of hope that many of them have not had since they took on those debts. Um, and so, you know, Joe Manchin, we were talking about before, can't be the sole alibi for why things are not getting done. There are things the president can do. But on things like Build Back Better, which has now gotten kicked into the new year, on things like voting rights, uh, Joe Manchin is very much, as you pointed out, a factor. And I think a lot of us, uh, as we get into the holidays, are pretty sick of Joe Manchin being America's kind of cruel gaslighting boyfriend. And there's going to have to be a reckoning about whether one man who clearly, and I'm not you know, kink shaming here, but clearly has a sadistic enjoyment of withholding help from the American public, uh, whether that man is going to be the person who dictates whether your family has any peace, tranquility and prosperity in the new year. Let me tell you, folks, and within this statement, there's going to be a shameless plug on a few of my books, but I, 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 I so want to get this point across. The reason why the Joe Mansions of the world the reason why they still get elected, the reason why Republicans still get elected, is that they, their intent is to maintain us not very smart. And how do you maintain one that is not very smart? You make sure they don't know about the economy. You make sure they don't know these things. You know, in that light, over the years, I've written three books on, on, on specifically the items that I think have kept us from being able to get the right folks elected. You have to first understand the economic system and how it all intermingles in a way that's easy for people to understand, numero uno. You also have to be able to talk to those who are completely diverse, completely different in the opinions that you share, that they have. You have to be able to cross that bridge to talk to them. So there are techniques to do that. And lastly, you have to be able to imagine Imagine what the society could be. And you know, I wrote three books on these issues. As I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. That book was there to tell folks, this is how the economy works. This is why the patent system is screwed up. This is why we've been taking advantage for all these years. The second one I wrote was called, It's Worth It. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. Because it doesn't matter that you know. Everybody has got to know so that we can actually 
vote in concert to elect those who will really go out there and serve us. And then the other one is imaginary. Imagine, in other words, how to make America utopia. How to make America utopia. Take away the system from those who, take away the economy from those who rigged it. It is so important that we understand what's going on so that these charlatanes cannot continue to do this, what they're doing. So that Build Back Better, which is just a beginning of what we really need to make a real society. We have to, we have to be there to bring people along. We have to be there to have people where they can land and say, you know, I've seen the light. I've seen what we as a society need to do. It is just amazing that, as Anand said, one man, and it's really not one man, folks. I want to let you guys know that. Joe Manchin is doing what he's doing because he really has the backing of several others who are holding the water for the plutocracy. Let's not just blame Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is a face. He's a strong man that is willing to take the fall. But there are a lot of others, a lot of others. We have to make sure in 2022 and these other years not to be fooled into a complacent we can't accomplish anything but we have to teach our fold we have to imagine and we have to go out there and understand that we the people are still we the people and we can make the changes if we really forget about just emotions and do what it takes do what it takes folks but you know here's a, the pathetic thing as i was preparing to show I came across an article and I mean it was right out of the 1980 Reagan's day you remember the fat black woman that was a welfare queen whoa that it's funny because Reagan was only talking about the fat black woman as a welfare queen but you know what Manchin did worse Senator Joe Manchin told colleagues he believed parents would use child tax credits to buy drugs and people would abuse paid leave to go hunting, report says. Uh, Joe Manchin told colleagues he believed Americans would abuse benefits in Biden's spending package. Manchin said he thought parents would use child tax credit funds to buy drugs, HuffPost reported. The West Virginia senator killed any chance of the bill passing in its current form. Senator Joe Manchin privately told his Senate colleagues he believes that. I want to tell you guys what that means. And if Democrats don't run with this, if they don't run, well, the independent media will. I'm sure TYT ha probably is going to jump on this immediately. I'm pretty sure the majority report is going to jump on this immediately. I'm pretty sure brother Tim Black is going to jump on this, even though Tim Black is probably going to take a, he doesn't really give a damn attitude on this. But let me tell you this. You realize that that, that example that he gave there, it doesn't fit a group of people that America don't mind dogging, you know? Whenever America wants to stereotype a particular group of people, you know what they look like. They're those kind of the kind of the brown people, kind of the black people. You know, it's okay to stereotype them, and you know everybody loves it because ah, you know, it's not me. Look at them, but look at the example Joe Manchin did. He said parents would buy drugs and go hunting. He's talking about West Virginia. He made a mistake. He looked at West Virginia. What is the big drug problem in West Virginia? 
everybody going out and buying those those uh, keloids. What, what do you call them? You know those those uh, uppers. They're they're all buying these pills, and they are also hunters. The guns. You know you don't see the guns in the blue states. The, the hunters. A bunch of hunters in the blue states. So he hit home. You know he hit home. This is the perfect ad for people to make and hit every single red state because he's calling all of his people who generally love their guns and their drugs. You know, the, uh, what are those drugs called? Help me out here. What are these drugs called? Come on, uh, people. Posse, let me hear it. Um, anyhow, they like those special drugs. And that's, who, that's what he meant. Fentanyl is one. That is a big one. What's the other one? There's another one as well. I think that there's a class of drugs that they like to use. But anyhow, folks, let me tell you. This, when I saw this, right, my, I kind of lit up. Because I'm like, he is talking about people finally. He's talking big, big. And you know what? I always talk about this, right? And I tell this all the time. Back in the 80s. When, uh, when uh, not, not 80s, when, when actually Bill Clinton was the president, opioids, thank you, sir, class, opioids, that's what they are. Uh, Bill Clinton, when he wanted to seem like he was a moderate, well, he is a moderate, actually, a centrist, he wanted, you know, remember when he, when he signed welfare reform, he had two, two big black women at each of his side. And that picture pissed me off back in the 80s, right? And people was, one, or 90s, 90s, and people were, why are you so mad about it, you know? I'm like, because he was fulfilling Reagan's stereotype with the welfare reform bill, as if those are the people that are mostly on welfare. They're not. But Manchin blew it out of the water. Manchin was much better than Clinton. Manchin said, no, nah, man, look at who's on the real welfare, my West Virginia people. And if you give my West Virginia people any of this money, they're going hunting, man. If you give me any of these West Virginia people, they're going to go ahead and buy those opioids and fentanyl and all that good stuff. If Democrats, the person who's going to run against Joe Manchin doesn't use that and show how little he feels about all those in his state, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Let me put that article on the screen so you guys can see it because I think es bien importante que vean eso. There it is. In highlights, Senator Joe Manchin told colleagues he believed parents would use child tax credits to buy drugs and people would abuse paid leave to go hunting. You know, I mean, <laughs> when he said go hunting and drugs and we can associate that with West Virginia, I want people, I, the reason I repeated myself here, I want you guys to inculcate that in your minds. All my posse, start putting this out because that is the stereotype of the people he represents West Virginia. Remember that. That is the stereotype of the people he represents. West says Joe Manchin is a wise man. West, another conservative in our in our midst. Thank you so kindly for being with us. Okay, let me. I, I have four five minutes to go ahead and really hit you guys up. West loves. He loves. He loves. He. Oh, tell the truth, E.G. Oh, so you're on my side, West. Okay, good. I hope you're on my side at least. All right, let's see. Tom C. says, Joe Manchin is a dino and a social Darwinist who cares about fossil fuels. Fools in West Virginia and not about the basic needs of the rest of America. Exactly right. Neil Doherty, welcome to Politics Done Right. Not where they can always use CashNetUSA.com or take out a payday loan. <laughs> that ain't nice, okay? Maywood says, replying to Daniel Adol 
and it may surprise you, especially the reactions to what some think. Ha ha. All right, let's see. Uh, Financial Times, a student debt jubilee could kickstart U.S. economy recovery, loan forgiveness. Look, that is so true. These guys, remember what I said. These wealthy people don't necessarily have a lot upstairs. They don't understand economics 101 that's taught in business schools. That's one, that's one, that's some of them. The other set of them wants to make sure that people don't have upward mobility. It is essential in their minds that people don't have upward mobility. Why? Because it means less profit as people start to wonder, why should I work as hard for him when I'm not making the, the monies from my spoils? Lee Grant is with us. Manchin was democratically elected. Progressives who constantly whine about losing our democracy don't care about democracy unless it elects their allies. That's not true. What we don't want is somebody to hold back democracy being a minority in the room. It's that simple. Daniela Dose, Berto, you need to come to terms with the fact that there are millions of Americans who don't want your Marxist equity. I don't think you understand exactly what will be necessary to get your equitable America. Actually, I understand quite well, just for people to stop ripping you off. The problem, Daniel, brother, Ledo, I love you, but I'm going to tell you this, okay? You are so indoctrinated that somebody could be stabbing you in the back, and you don't feel it, and you don't see it because as they're stabbing you, they've given you some sort of uh, deadener, some sort of anesthetic, local anesthetic to prevent you from feeling it. These guys are screwing you. Lee Grant, to my conservatives in the room today, Eric, Lee Grant, West, and all of you, the conservatives in the room, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here all of the times. But I must tell you, these guys are not hurting. You know what's funny? When they passed the abortion bill, they didn't hurt people in blue America. Because once, the, once abortion ends, blue America is going to have, they're, they're going to perform abortions according to their own state laws. It's red America, the poor women in red America, that's going to suffer. Okay? It is, that is who are, that, those are the people that are going to suffer. All these things that, that, that red, the red states want to come through doesn't hurt blue states. Blue states are fairly educated. Blue states follow, follow good sanitation. Blue states follow all these things that red states laugh at. Their people are the ones who are going to suffer after these regulations are put moot. And you know what? The funny thing about it is we're going to read about it just like we're reading about most of the deaths from coronavirus happening in red states or people who follow the red, the red values. You know, those are most of the people dying, 80% or something to that nature. So again, you know, think about what we do here as blue love, blue love, blue love. We want you guys to do fine. We just hope you will. We just hope you will. No, sir. West, you said blue states have failed. Blue West, before I go, because this is probably my last comment I can read, please read the articles that I've written, because what you will see is that most red states are beggar states. They're failed states because they require taking more money from the federal government. And one of the biggest ones, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, they take so much more money from the government than they put in. The states that put in the most, New York, California, New Jersey, these blue states are the ones who are subsidizing all of you red staters. We are the ones. You don't educate your people. 
when the big companies come to the red states, they have to bring the blue state people into your state because you don't have enough educated people. Don't believe what I'm saying. Look it up. That's why those of us that are in these red states that are trying to improve our states, please, they, try, they are forcefully trying to keep you dumb because in keeping you dumb, they can control your minds. Uh, stop the lies, e.g. Wes, please look it up. You don't have to listen to me. All my, my right-wingers in here, just look it up. It's there available for you. But anyway, i got to get out of here. One more time, folks, please go to support our program. Uh, uh, let me give you the three links again. Uh, I better give you, you know, I'm learning this new Windows 11 thing. Get our books, first of all. PoliticsDoneRight.com slash books. PoliticsDoneRight.com slash books. Go ahead and subscribe to uh, become a part of our posse on YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Uh, support us on Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon. Uh, politicsandright.com slash PayPal is another good way to support us. But if you want to find a catch-all, in other words, how are the different ways that you can support Politics Done Right? Just go to politicsdoneright.com slash support and I'm going to make me a like a one minute thing that I can play here because I always kind of rush this stuff through one last one Michael Rodman said what would happen if blue states stop paying for red states a recent study makes it clear how much money flows out of democratic leaning states into republican leaning ones it's a ton they could not survive they don't they, they couldn't survive because they neither educate their people they neither give their people good health care nor do they collect enough taxes to pay their bills. They are beggar states. But the, enough, enough, enough of the media is not putting that out. Well, independent media is. Help us do it. Become a member. Thank you so kindly for being here with us. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.